Hey there, Facebook, it's Joyce Lynn Wells with Joy Exposed. It's Thursday, August 7th, 2019. And I'm here. It's not even Thursday, it's Wednesday. I was actually going to thank you guys for changing with me and bearing with me as I make these minor adjustments as far as like time and everything. So, um, the show was on Thursdays. But now it's on Wednesdays. It's almost football season. So you know what that means? I cannot compete with football season. I need my own time. So I've chosen um, Wednesday nights at 9 o'clock. So thank you guys. Mwah, smooches, Marisa. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and watching with me tonight. And uh, we'll be here for about an hour, right? So let's get started. I'm Joycelyn Wells. And it's been about three months now. I've been doing an radio show, a talk show at night with some adult content, and I'm really getting my footing. So uh, tonight, if you're new, I'll tell you this from the start. We always start with cheers, three cheers of joy, and we toast um, three things that happened in our week. They could be really insignificant things that we don't usually pay attention to, or they could be really monumental things, but whatever they are, we have to give credit where credit is due. And so this week, for my celebration, the first thing I'm celebrating is my third book called um, The Weekend of Traveling Roses. It was published today. Ah! Yes, so my third book was published today. I'm really excited about that. And um, let me give you a little background on that before I toast to it. Um, those of you who are new to me will know I only started writing about three years ago, like it was literally a fluke. I mean, I journaled because we had to in high school, but thank you. I journaled because we had to in high school, but I never just really sat down and wrote a book. And um, I wrote my first book, it's called The Virtues of Joy, just a compilation of short stories. They're fun, they're sexy, erotic, just a strong woman being a strong woman, right? Without judgment and without somebody trying to make her feel bad about it. So now, I have the virtues of joy, more virtues of joy, and just today, the weekend of traveling roses. And it's a lot of fun too. I got a lot of requests for um, a couple from uh, the virtues of joy to do some other stuff, right? To kind of expand their characters and their relationship. Thank you very much uh, to expand their relationships and their relationship. And that's what the weekend of Traveling uh, Roses is all about. So if you guys get a chance to read it, I would love, love, love any feedback and definitely your reviews on Amazon. So cheers to book number three, Three Cheers of Joy. And I'm celebrating tonight with Jose Cuervo, traditional Plata Tequila. I had never even heard of it until the other day and I got a bottle and it's totally yummy. So, and it's in my price range. It's about $23. I can afford $23. So I'll be adding this to my drinking list. So cheers to that. My second celebration tonight is that I have, once I started writing, I got a following of new authors who wanted to be published. And I've been publishing for other authors too. So now I have several authors on my in my publishing house. I have Steven, I have Crystal, I have Tiffany, I have David, just had Erica. So we're my publishing house is growing. So David Cicerone is a new art new author. He has a collection of poetry and his book was just published 
last week. So that's a big kudos too. So I'm really gaining my footing. I'm getting a lot of people are trusting me more with who they are and with their words and their expressions. And um, Crystal is a gypsy. She is sub submitting her second book. So, you know, I'm, it's really growing. I'm so excited and I'm learning a lot about myself. Trust that. So cheers to that. Starting from scratch and just having a publishing house of people who trust you and they just need to get their message out to the world. So celebrations there. And my third celebration is that... Um, I'm solo on this whole continuing my podcast thing. So this is a big step for me to kind of step out there and say, I'm going to do the podcast. I'm going to do it on my own. And I've made some great gains in um, accessing other people. So I'm available on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. So that's a big deal to have those three platforms approved. And now I just have to get... Um, you know, people to download and to follow the link and just to really pull some goodness out of the words I have to share. Because remember, this is joy exposed. That means any joy that we have in our life, any opportunities for joy, we want it exposed. We want the best for us. We want it to feel good and we want our life to be fruitful. So that's the third thing. So we're available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and all of the stuff I do is available on my website, joycelynwells.com. So cheers to that. So I hope you guys are toasting. So those are my three cheers of joy. My book is published. I had a new author who just was published last week. And um, all of my authors are writing. I'm planning an amazing um, day for them in November where there'll be celebrations for them and also some sessions as far as marketing and branding and writing. So there's a lot of different things that's gonna that's happening with them because what I'm feeling and what I'm finding, thank you very much, Reginald. What I'm feeling and what I'm finding is that when people come to you for nurturing, when people come to you because you have something that they need, you have to continue to give to them to nurture. And I feel like that's part of my gift that I've been amazingly blessed by God for a gift of helping people, a gift gift of not helping like destitute helping people but of showing people another way of leading li living showing people a way to freedom i believe that's how i live i am so not interested in being confined by somebody else's ideas of who they think i am especially a human like how do you know who i'm supposed to be you're a human just like me i'm trying to figure it out so i know you're trying to figure it out so I just, I'm not confined by somebody else's ideas of me. I don't have a place that I'm keeping secrets. I don't have anybody that I have to hide from. I'm in an amazing relationship with a man who accepts me as I am. And he's completely okay with the fact that I'm this free spirit. And he makes it a point to satisfy the whims and urges that I have to make sure that, you know, I know that he's there and he loves me unconditionally. So that's really a good relationship to share in. And I'm almost 50, right? So I guess that's another celebration, but we'll save that to the 28th. My birthday is the 28th. I'll be 50. I noticed that um, Reginald, that Vaughn is on here watching. Today is our three-year or four-year friend anniversary. Four years we've been friends on Facebook. And he and I have had just such an amazing friendship. And um, we've shared in some groups together. And we've gotten to know each other really well. And um, yeah, so happy friend anniversary, happy friend anniversary, Vaughn. That's a mouthful. So um, 
so yeah, so there's a lot of celebrations. There's a lot of goodness. If you are in your life right now and you can't find some goodness or you're having a hard time, you've got to start cleaning out the clutter. There's goodness. It's been promised to us. The universe delivers it every day. Yes, four years. The universe delivers our goodness every day. And if we're so cluttered with bullshit and crap, guess what? We're not going to receive our goodness. So Stop allowing people to clutter your thoughts and clutter your movements and clutter your actions. And we'll talk about that a little bit more tonight. So I always do a Facebook post of the week. And so my Facebook post of the week, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i post this on my website because I can't show you guys and beyond at the same time. Oh, I'll just post it on Facebook and um, I, in this link. So I can't show it and talk at the same time. I'm not that talented on the computer. It's like you can't walk and chew bubble gum at the same time. But anyway, so there was this post that had a, there was a cake, right? And so everybody's gathered around this cake trying to cut the cake. And um, you know how now they've been labeling everything on the pictures, like this is me, this is you. You know, they'll have like, this is somebody's um, son and this is me all summer, those kind of things. But anyway, this is a cake and it says the cake was a, a heterosexual woman. So that's the label on the cake, heterosexual woman. But then it's got like four people leaning in to cut the cake, right? So the labels on each of the four people, one was bisexual women. So there's a they're really close with a knife and then pansexual women and they're really close with the knife. They're close to the cake. And then lesbians are really close with the knife. So the pansexual, bisexual and lesbians all have a knife getting ready to cut the cake and then the straight men just have their hand hanging over there like they don't even have a knife. <laughs> So they're like pretending to pleasure the women. So I thought that was funny because there's so many issues with dating. There's so many issues with relationships that as a woman, I would be more inclined or more apt to have women coming to me to please me than all the men out there. The men talk a good game. Like, I want to please you. I want to be with you. But when you get down to bare bones, they have all these rules. Oh, you got to you gotta pay 50-50 for food. You got to pay 50-50 for uh, bills. I'm not going to open the door. So you have men putting forth this game of I'd like to pleasure you, but in reality they don't. So I thought that was really funny because as a straight woman and straight women who are watching, you know there are plenty of people out there who are ready to please a straight woman, but we have the hardest time with the damn a heterosexual men. Those are like the toughest struggle when it seems like those they should be the easiest because we have the goodness and they want they claim to want the goodness, but they're not really wanting to do anything for the goodness. So I thought that was funny. I'll post that up so you guys can see it. It's really freaking hilarious when you think about how many people are out there and want to please, but it's not who you want to please you. So that's my Facebook post of the week. It is freaking hilarious. If you have a Facebook post of the week that you want to share or you'd like for me to share, tag me in it and say, what about this? I love, I get involved in so many um, conversations on Facebook because there's so much skewed information on how people respond in situations. And I'm looking at some of that stuff like, oh shit, this is horrible. And I try to go in there and say a little something and try to change people's thought processes or tweak it. But then some people just want to argue. So because I'm a grown up and they start getting ready to argue, I just give the words, okay, and I'm done with it. Because you realize that you can't 
change a person's thought processes if they're not open to the thought processes being changed. So anyway, that's really funny to me. So um, I love Facebook. I spend a lot of time, way too much time on Facebook, but it's fun for me. And I meet a lot of people. I've met people all over the world on Facebook. And um, I think next week we're going to do a segment on men being in like the DMs, like in your inbox that are uh, trying to talk to you. Because that's a new way to meet people, right? It's kind of like lazy dating. Like you see somebody's picture and you're like, oh, he's handsome or she's pretty or she's sexy. And you go in and you start, you start trying to talk to him. So that's really weird because it, it took a little while for you to just to be annoyed when somebody come in there and like, hey, sexy. And you're like, hey, sexy. Like, I'm like, that's it. That's all you see. And you want my attention. But we'll talk about that next week because that's not on my program tonight. But, you know, that's a big deal because men do jump in inboxes and women do it as well. They call it shooting their shot trying to get somebody's attention, but that's all with social media, and it's kind of lazy. I mean, I call it lazy dating, kind of like Tinder. If you guys never did Tinder, that when it first came out, it was fun, but I think now it's kind of trashy. I'm not sure yet. Um, haven't been on it in a while, but before when you could be on Tinder and you could swipe and meet people, have a whole conversation, and you sit there, you have a whole conversation all night, just you haven't even left the house, so that's what I call lazy dating, but and now people are like, well, if I have to leave the house to date you, then you're going to have to pay me some money. You've got to pay for dinner. You've got to, everybody expects this contribution instead of just an organic opportunity of interaction and meeting. So we'll talk about that next week. So um, it's Joycelyn Wells with Joy Exposed. And I have this little talk show. Once I finish tonight, I'll uh, convert it and, and then I'll upload it to the RSS feed. And then you can download it on Spotify, Google Play, and iTunes, and um, you can listen to it while you're driving to work. Some of them, some stuff is funny, some is really sad, and then I have some readings on there too from my books, and I also have some um, personal growth and health stuff on there as well. So, you know, it's kind of like what you want, but I would really love your support. So, what are we going to talk about tonight? You know, it's got to be something good. First of all, I got to give a shout out to my girl Stephanie. STM specialties. She does like t-shirts. Remember, I had a really cool Joy Exposed t-shirt. She does tumblers where she can make them with your name on it, personalize it for you. And I think I'm going to do a giveaway of that next week. So I want to get a idea of um, what she is going to give me for a price before I start giving stuff away. I may not be able to afford it. But I think I'm going to do some giveaways and let you guys see, you know, some of her stuff and, um, because she, you know, she grinds too. And I think a lot of us do small businesses trying to, um, you know, have a passive income, right? And the, she works really hard. Hi, Stephanie. She works really hard on it. She does some crocheting, a lot of cra arts and crafts. She's very creative. I've known her for, I think, now 20 years, uh, about 20 years. So um, it's really interesting, our relationship. And uh, we've just been rocking with each other the whole time. So that was kind of, that's really cool. Um, so tonight, let me tell you a story. You guys know I don't watch a lot of TV. Well, a couple years ago, I came across this series called The Deuce, and it's on HBO, right? So if you've ever heard of The Deuce, yes, Thelma and Louise, that's who we are. If you've ever heard of the show The Deuce on HBO, just say I have or something. But if you haven't, 
go look at it. I think there are two seasons, two complete seasons out, and you can just kind of do a marathon, right? Just go watch all the episodes of The Deuce. Now, the thing that I love about The Deuce is it's about a time that I wasn't aware of and I've learned about as I've gotten older. It talks about the coming up of the porno industry and prostitution in uh, New York in the 70s, right? So I was born in 69, so I was young. I didn't really know about all of these things. And, you know, you find out about porn because you run across somebody's porno stuck in the VCR and you're reading and, you know, so you find out about it, but you don't really know how the industry took off. So there's a show called The Deuce. It's um, really just a great story of women who are trying to find themselves, but they found themselves caught up with like a pimp they found themselves caught up in situations of drug abuse and drug addiction and just helpless, right? So the reason I love the show, as I said, is because it's definitely about a time that I don't have any experience with. But now, and now if you think porn is so readily available, you don't even have to sneak and buy it. You can go on Pornhub and... Um, Hi, David. You can go on Pornhub and watch it. So you don't have to sneak anymore. It's with technology, everything is at our fingertips. So we have to know that the struggle of understanding and finding out what was going on in the porn industry and prostitution is a wrap for us. You've got people on Facebook talking about $40, like you can get it and pay $40 for it and like all of these things. And, and because we can connect so quickly, it takes away kind of the edginess of it because now it's more direct and in your face. Well, the deuce just lays out a background and it shows the relationship between the pimp, who's the person that's managing kind of the hoe or the prostitute, right? So you it shows this dynamic of this relationship. And then when you watch it long enough, you kind of start understanding the pimp, right? You kind of start understanding his mentality, why he's pimping, why he, how he got to the position he's in. And then you start becoming less understanding of the woman because to me as a woman as a free woman my understanding is if somebody's pimping you it's walk the fuck on like bye you can't do that to me you can't get me like that because you you understand the power that you hold well you know you just want when you watch these shows you develop such a relationship with the characters and that's one of the things that i remember and i'm not gonna tell you a whole bunch about it because you gotta watch it but that to me was the thing that got me is understanding how somebody in a position of power stayed in a position of power. So what happened to me to make me make reference to that is that I am my own entity. You guys who rocking with me from book one, even before book one, you guys know I used to write my long Facebook post and I wanted talk about things and I want to see things in a different light and I want to be free. You guys who've been rocking with me know that Joycelyn, it, she marched to her own drummer. She's just not going to fall into the fray and she has an understanding that's unique to a lot of situations. Well, I found myself in the situation of I had a pimp. Is that some shit? As clearly as I think things through, I found myself in a situation of having a pimp and I didn't even think of it that way until somebody else said it to me when I was explaining the situation because I always 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 give people the benefit of the doubt I never say that it's somebody's intention to hurt me like I I don't 
that's not my first thought. So if somebody comes for me, shady, say something, I don't think their intention is to hurt me. That's just how I'm built. I just think that's who they are. So I give everybody a pass. So when something happens, I'm kind of like, I ask questions about it because I want to understand it. Like, okay, are you, are you trying to hurt me? Like, what's your intention? You know, and I expect people to be honest with me. So integrity is huge. So I find myself in this situation and I'm, it happened like, and I'm very patient. So it happened once and I asked questions and they're like, no, no, don't worry about that. You worry about this. I got that. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm like paying them for a service. So I'm paying them for my service of me. So I do, you know, I go on, you know, I go on, I go on. So the second time it happens and I'm like, well, well, it happened again and I'm, I'm, un it's not, you're not giving me what I'm supposed to have. And, um, I don't understand. And they're like, oh, well this happened and this happened, and this happened. So I'm like, okay, well I'm unhappy. So I had a little adult temper tantrum. I'm like, fuck it. I'm canceling for the next few weeks. I'm canceling. So I just had a temper tantrum. I didn't say anything about money or anything. I just, I, that's, I got it fixed myself. You got to be in control of yourself. Well, so before it even happened the last time I talked to my faceless love and I told my faceless love, I'm like, hey, don't you think this is some bullshit? Like, and I'm talking, now my faceless love has to deal with me at all times of night because I call him and I'm like, I need to talk. And he's like, okay, let me wake up or whatever. And we talk. So I talked to my faceless love and I'm telling my faceless love, hey, this happened again. And I lay out the situation. I lay out the situation of what happened. And I said, I'm not doing it again. I'm done. And my faceless love said, hey, babe, you can't, don't not do it. Because whatever happens there, there are people that support you. There are people that love you. And there are people that want to see you in this light. So you have to move forward on your own. You can't let this situation hold you hostage. So I'm like, are you sure? Because, you know, I don't really have good relationships with men. So men giving me advice is like, what's your angle? You know, so I'm like, are you sure? He's like, I'm sure. So I went on through with it. And then after I went through with it, I felt really good because I did have a lot of support. And, you know, several people turned out to just give me the love that they've been missing from me and telling me the love that they got from me. And they're giving me love. So it did turn out to be very nice very good for me and I'm glad that I follow his advice. He is fair and I love that about him. So as I am talking through the situation with another woman and I'm giving her the blow by blow, she just point blank stops me in my track and said, oh, he's prostituting you. And I was like, what the fuck? prostituting me like because for somebody to use that word in reference to you when you know how you feel about it and how you feel about being fair to people and treating people with honor and dignity and just unconditionality you know how you are but when there's such a negative word <laughs> there's such a negative word associated with you that you have to bring yourself back and think about it, right? So I had to bring myself back to kind of look at the whole situation to be like, am I being prostituted? Have I found myself in a situation that I had a pimp? 
And I'm not talking about that I'm selling my body. I'm talking about I'm selling me, my intellectual property, my time, right? So somebody is trying to make money off of me and I'm paying them. I'm giving them money to do that. And, it, you know, so that was really tough for me because we find, we see ourselves in situations that are uncomfortable we we're finding ourselves in situations that are uncomfortable but it takes an outside person to give you some understanding on what's actually happening because we would never say that i would never say in my life i had a pimp i would never even acknowledge that because i see myself in a different playing field right but when you look at the bare understanding of how people use you or want to use you or want to take your goodness and make use of it and to leave you destitute then you understand what that's about it's not about me it wasn't the intention was to hurt me the intention was to hurt themselves to help themselves right so i have to just be very cautious of that now because i have i found myself in such a vulnerable position i found myself in a position of trusting someone and that's not a bad thing to trust because it took me a long time to get to a place of understanding and trusting people but i did find myself in a difficult situation of trying to understand the relationship of trust and to establish trust and then it turned out not to be necessarily what i expected and then I had to back away from the relationship. And of course, no one is appreciative of you backing out of a relationship where they're no longer the benefactor. So that was really hard. But that goes along with everything that I always talk about, self-preservation. You you have to set boundaries on how people can make use of you. People can only make use of you in what your gifts are. No one can get rich off of you. No, Well, I don't know about you guys, but no one can get rich off of me. I don't, I'm not rich. I'm rich in spirit. I'm rich in understanding. I'm rich in words. I'm rich in compassion. I'm rich in so many ways, but if you're trying to get rich off of me, off of dollars, you've got the wrong person and I can't help you there. You've got to get that from somewhere else or you have to figure it out on your own. I've found out that in being an author and selling books as much as i want everybody on my timeline and everybody in my family to purchase my books guess what they're not going to you don't get rich off people close to you you don't get okay baby you don't get rich off people close to you this is my nephew said he wants to have a conversation you, you surely can you don't get rich off of people close to you those are the people that give you the emotional support the energy, the drive to keep going. But those are also the people that if you're not aware of what their duties are to keep you lifted, you get mad at them and you are pissed because they didn't buy your book or they didn't do this or they didn't do this. They're not supposed to. That's not how it works. That's not how the universe works. The universe works in its own entirety. Everything works collective. So if I'm thinking that I'm supposed to get rich off of my Facebook users, then I'm wasting a lot of time. Because if I have almost 5,000 Facebook friends, and I'm sure I've spoken to everybody at least once because I make it a point to keep those relationships. If I have almost 5,000 Facebook friends, that's 
a mere number compared to what almost 8 billion people on the globe so i can't hold my 5000 friends accountable for making me rich i can't hold them accountable for feeding me i can't hold them accountable for buying everything that i every book that i write or every event that i do i can't make them pay for that because we're all trying to figure it out together the support and love that we give is an honest understanding of we exist together this is our universe in which we exist and we have to move each other forward that way so that's a big deal to me right so understanding that somebody has infiltrated my circle of trust and they're coming in to get rich off me or to live off of me knowing that i work hard for my money now we can do it together i have no problem with that coming to live off of what i earn and not give or not produce then that's negative and that's somebody trying to use you is somebody prostituting you is somebody trying to pimp you and you can't don't try to prostitute me don't pimp me i'm i'm not for that game right i'm i'm too aware of me to be in that situation and yeah you you got what you got and good for you but you don't get to get any more not from me right so and that's hard because when you sever a relationship for me i'm like hey this is business it isn't personal and i try to keep those lines there it's business it's not personal i'm not blocking you on facebook i'm not mad at you i'm not spewing evil about you i'm i'm not doing anything i'm talking about me and being aware of how i'm being used in situations so you have to keep that in mind for yourself. If you're the idea factory for your group, if you make the money flow for your group, if you are the person that's making it happen, then you are the person that's making it happen. And if you're paying people to help you, if you're paying people for a service, you make sure you get the service that you're paying for. I'll give you a prime example. I talked to you, I said I have a small publishing house and I have authors that have published their books with me. One of the things that I tell my authors when they publish is that I'm not a marketer. I market what the way that I can. I do the, I'll do for you what I do for me, but I'm not in marketing and I'm learning. So I don't promise them marketing. I don't promise them top of the charts. I don't promise, I don't make any promises beyond. I can take the words that you have, I can copyright them or get them copywritten and I can get them in the bookstores for you and I can get you copies. This is what I can promise you. Now, we're bringing in in November someone to come in to help all of us with marketing and sales and branding. We're all gonna get it together and I feel like as the publisher, as the CEO of the company, it's my duty to make sure that they're trusting me to make sure they continue to grow and learn. Hi, John. It's their do. It's my duty to make sure they get what they're supposed to get. If I don't, then I'm failing as the person that they've come to for leadership. And it doesn't mean that I'm going to charge them uh, hundreds of dollars. I could charge them zero dollars. The fact of the matter is, I'm going to receive the information and they can be with me and receive the same information. How much ever it costs, I'm still going to get it for myself. So why not share it with those who've come to follow me? And that's what leadership is. Leadership is having something and passing it on and moving people forward. Not 
trying to drain people who are already trying to figure out how to live day to day and to pay their bills and just to be great. So everything, everything has a place and everything is in perspective. And that's where I just kind of have to remember as I move forward. Anybody that has connected with me knows that I try to be fair. I absolutely try to be fair. I try to be supportive. And I don't have a lot of money. If I can do something, I'll do it. If I don't have the money, then guess what? I can't do it. And I'm not going to pretend that I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I literally can't do it. But that's okay because I give so much in other ways. And if you have to sever a relationship with me because of money, then it's, I'm better off for it. I'm better. I'm doing better because you've severed the relationship. So thank you for that. So that's my little rant. It's 9.30. Let's see who's on my Facebook tonight. Anne-Marie's here. Hi there. Oh, I forgot. I flubbed up my computer, so now I'm looking on my phone. So Anne's here. Hi there. Hi, Renata. Hi, Mint. Let's see Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Michelle's been all over the place. She was just in Hawaii. Hi, Jennifer. I should have come in to see you today. And hi, John. Hi, Ty. Hi, Marvin. Oh my gosh, there's so many. Hi, Daryl. Andrea is on here. She's the best pictures. If you guys see her Facebook, she always takes beautiful pictures. Hi, Derek Jackson. Oh my God, your name is Light Skin is coming back. <laughs> I love it. Hi, Chanel. I was looking at your pictures. I'm definitely coming to Albuquerque. I cannot wait. I was looking at flights. Hi, Bill. Sheila, if you're still here. Hi, Kisa. I haven't seen you since the girls were young. Little girls. Hi, Ta hi, Tara. Hi, David. Hi, Stephanie. I think we talked already. I'm going way back. Hi, Shannon. I'm trying to wave at everybody. Hi, Stephanie. I think I'm at the top. Tanya, William. Two Williams. Hi, William, William. Chino. Hi, Valerie. All right, let's see who's down here. Hi, Miss Fanny Star. Hi, Jeffrey. I'm well. Yes. So, you know, that's and that's what this is all about, right? So that's what the whole point for me doing these podcasts is just to help move people forward. So last week we talked about speaking your words out loud because I spent that whole month in Italy. And the most important thing for me to understand, and you too, is that you have to be in a situation to speak your words out loud. And I say that you speak your words out loud, but I think before you even got get to where you can speak your words out, you've got to clear the clutter. Um, blah, blah, blah. You've got to clear the clutter. You've got to get rid of people who are literally in your ear demanding something from you you've got to get to a place of just clearing that out and just understanding that your purpose and your journey is independent of them whatever it is there's no name calling there's no judgment no one can judge you enough to keep you from moving forward so god literally keeps us on our path we can stay halted on our path but it is our path and we are definitely responsible for our actions that we need to take. One of my favorite stories that I tell about being on your path is I talk about Noah. And you guys know I'm all over the place. My mouth sucks. I cuss all the time. I talk about God. I'm Hey, I'm on the path. I'm struggling. 
I'm living and I'm figuring it out as I go. So don't, if you're listening, don't be overwhelmed. Like, oh my gosh, she was just talking about God and now she's cussing. This is who I am. And please, no judgments, right? So I don't judge, you don't judge. And we're all happy people, right? This is, hey, he deals with me daily. So on my path, I have to understand that my duties are my duties. So the story that I love to tell and one of my favorites is when you talk about Noah's Ark. Noah had to build an ark. If Noah had got caught up in the bullshit around him, his friends wanting to hang out, not wanting to do what they're supposed to do, his wife nagging at him. If Noah had got caught up in the bullshit, in the noise, when it was time for him to build the ark, he wouldn't have heard that request, right? He would have ignored it. He would have been like, I got to watch this football season. I'm watching the Falcons. I got to do this. I got to do this. Noah would have been so caught up in doing other stuff that he would not have heard the uh, God's voice to move him forward. That's what I attribute my life to, right? I, I don't have time for the bullshit. I don't have time for noise. I need to be able to, when God calls for me, when he's moving me forward, when there's an opportunity... I need to be able to receive it and I need to be able to move when he needs me because I don't want to be the person that's required that he thought would move a nation forward and I got caught up in a bad relationship with Tyrone because Tyrone didn't want me to do this. So Tyrone, I don't want to be that person. So excuse me, fuck Tyrone. I'm moving forward. The relationships that I get as I move forward are the relationships that are supposed to move with me. They are of support, they're understanding, they're unconditional love. I don't, no one gets to hold me in place. I'm sorry, it doesn't work like that. So you guys have to think of your life like that. You think of who you are, what you're doing, the people who are holding you hostage, the leeches that are pulling from you, and you try to understand how do I get rid of the leeches? How do I remove the negativity from my life? And if you're the negativity, how do you become the positive, right? How do you change that? And there is a way to change it. I used to think negative all the time. I used to be anxious about things. I didn't want to face things. And I would have all these negative thoughts. Like I could think of a 10 million ways for me to die between here and the corner. Like I would always have this negative thing. The more negative I thought, the more negative happened. When I started releasing those thoughts, I'm not thinking that negative. For every negative, two positives. When I retrained my brain to only receive good stuff, it made a difference. And that's what we all have to get to. But because we're human and because we deal with other humans... And because we're self-serving, we tend to get caught up, well, and compassionate. We tend to get caught up in people's bullshit. Telling the same story over and over and you're looking at them like, just do some different shit. Like you've been doing the same thing and complaining about it for 20 years. Do something different, right? So it seems easy to say that. But people don't understand that they are in these yucky cycles, generational cycles of um, abuse, of uh, not being trusted or not being able to trust. Hi there, Corey, of being used. People, we get caught up in these cycles and then you don't understand that you're there until somebody tells you, do some different shit. That's the truth. And then a lot of times people don't want to want you to do, they don't want to tell you to do, do different shit. But when you tell someone to do different shit, a couple things going to happen. They're either going to do something different 
or they're going to ask you, what can I do? They'll ask you for that advice instead of the droning on, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. So for me, I usually, like I said earlier and when I was talking, people have about three times to kind of fuck with me. You got about three times. when By the second time, you know it's intentional. If somebody's messing with you or doing something over and over or caught up in a yucky relationship, you know that shit is intentional. They know it sucks. It ain't new. But they want the sympathy. They want the pity. They want the shoulder. Well, that's debilitating. And I'm not trained. I'm not a healthcare technician. I'm not a therapist. Well, I am, but I'm not in business for that. So they, but you know, you want to shake them and say, damn it, get out of it. So my rule of thumb is this. If somebody comes to you with the same thing three times, first you listen to them. Second time you make a recommendation. The third time you ask them what they thought about your recommendation. If they didn't take your recommendation, cut that shit off. Because they're not listening to you. They don't want to listen to you, right? They just want to hear themselves go on and on and on about some shit that is a waste of energy. So that's how I operate. So if somebody comes to me with an issue because I have to keep the noise down, I'll listen the first time. I'll listen the second time. And then I say, well, I've read this really good book. It's called... Uh, the emotionally abused woman or the emotionally abused man. There's a chapter on this and there's a chapter on that. And I make this recommendation because I'm then I'm in. I'm like, oh, they came back. They want me to help them. And we feel good about helping people. So you give it and then they go on with their gift. You've given them a gift. Call It's a gift. You give them a gift. They go on. And then they go back into living life the way they live. And then they come back to you with the same problem. Hey, Mina. They come back to you with the same problem and you're like, oh, well, what'd you think about that book? Did you read it? Like, what'd you think about that chapter on telling yourself the truth? Or what'd you think about that? And they're like, oh, I didn't have time to read that book. You didn't have time to read the book, but you got time to waste my fucking time. Ah! So then you start cutting that shit off. Stop talking to me about it because you don't want to do anything different. And you can't force change. You can't force people to do something different. You can't. So you have to let people kind of wallow in their own yucky space. But don't let them pull you in it. And one of the things that we're really good about is processing somebody's emotional baggage. Somebody has an issue. They give it to us. We process it. We've got it. And we're like, oh, bless her heart. Poor Tink Tink, she having a tough time. I'm going to pray for her. You add her to the prayer list at church. You talk about her on the prayer line. Tink Tink going on doing her same old thing that she's been doing. And you got the whole church and the community praying for her. You see little Tink Tink and you say, Tink Tink, how's that situation? Such and such and such. And Tink Tink says to you, what situation? She don't even know what the hell you're talking about because she going on and you processing and carrying her baggage. We have to stop. It's debilitating, right? So, <laughs> and so I always love to have an understanding of those situations because it cuts down on the noise. You know the people who come to you just to drain the life out of you. 
they're not asking you for anything in particular. They just want you to listen to them and they want you to make suggestions. They want you to give of yourself to their situation. Give of your energy to them. Well, you know what? That day is past. We don't give of the energy anymore. Now we have to show you an energy supply. We have to keep ourselves moving forward. We have to be productive because if you're on your path and you're not gaining ground on your path, then when it's time for you to deliver, it's time you can't deliver. And we can't do that. You can't let the universe down. And God is really called on God. He's called upon all of us. He said, I want you to be here to walk this earth because I have a mission for you. And we have to appreciate that. The mission is his mission is selfish. It's for him because he's great. He knows that he's great. He knows that he's powerful. And he knows the design of what we're supposed to do. But he's not going to tell us that's easy. He needs for us to live and collect the tools along the way. It's like a scavenger hunt. He needs us to live and collect our tools. No one's saying you can't go here or you can't do this. Well, some people do tell you that. You're supposed to live the straight and narrow. I'm not li I haven't lived the straight and narrow. I've learned more stuff in the gutter than I have not in the gutter. That's what makes me understand when somebody's taking advantage of me. If I hadn't been in the gutter, if I haven't learned the bullshit, if I haven't experienced it on my own, guess what? I wouldn't know when somebody's taking advantage of me. You've got to be in the gutter to find that out. You've got to see that on your own to understand. So I'm not going to tell somebody not to do something. You have to make the best choice for you and you have to learn the lesson that you need to learn. So what you can take from all of this and from when I first started talking about the things that I was celebrating my business came on its own from inside of me. I develop a whole business. I have people who are following me. I'm responsible for them. I have people who want to take advantage of me. I'm still responsible for me. I've got to make sure that they're not taking advantage of me. I've got to make sure that I've collected enough tools to protect me from the pimps, that I'm not becoming the prostitute, that I'm not giving myself away for somebody else's good. I have to understand that. But I wouldn't have known that if I wasn't comfortable having conversations, if I hadn't lived and walked along my own path, if I hadn't experienced life. And if you have, for those of you who have, who know who I am and who've shared with me over the years, gone to school with me, read my books, talked with me in conversations, Facebook, in person, whatever, you know, this is who I am all the time. And I try to maintain a sense of that so that people, I have an openness about me that no one's trying to guess whether I'm honest. No one's trying to guess whether, guess if I am trying to take advantage of them or if I'm uncomfortable with about the way that I share. This is who I am always, right? But it took a lot for me to get here. And I'm here because I understand that my path is determined by the universe, by God, not by man. Man doesn't determine my path as much as he would like to, as much as man thinks that he can. He man can't. He has no he doesn't even have an awareness enough to establish a path for me because he's trying to beat his own path, right? We have to be aware of that. We have to be aware that our duties to the universe are to us. And if we die and leave without fulfilling our duties, that leaves a hole. So we have to be aware of that. So 
thank you guys so much for watching with me tonight. I have a, some giveaways. I didn't do what I was supposed to do to give the giveaway away. So I'll have to do that next week. But um, I think I'm going to wrap up because I feel like I'm rambling. Um, and my thing is always the same. We have to take care of ourselves. And uh, we want people to take care of us. And we want to feel like we're a part of something. <clears throat> we want to feel like we're a part of something. And we are a part of something. We're a part of a greater good. We're a part of a collective movement forward. And our time here is short. I'm almost 50 years old. I'm going to live for uh, 48 more years. And you guys remind me this when I'm 98. I'll live for 48 more years. And when my time is up, my time is up. So I'll leave some stuff for people to follow. My legacy. That'll. That's what I'm supposed to do. I can't leave. It's not time for me to leave yet. It's not time for... It's not my time. If it were my time, then it would be my time. I'd go. And I can't do anything about that. I'd be like, all right, let's do it. You know, because you got to be ready when it's time for you to go. You should mentally be ready and know that you've done everything that you're supposed to do. So um, I think that what we're going to do is to wrap this up. Wrapping up, what I would like to do is to acknowledge that we did have those two mass shootings in El Paso. And... Um, I think it was, where was the other one? In Ohio. I get confused because I've been laughing because the president flubbed it up and now I'm about to flub it up too. So, uh, but I want to just kind of take a moment to understand that, you know, people, there's a thin line between sanity and insanity and we tread it every day, right? We absolutely tread it every day and we're lucky to be on the same side. But when somebody snaps, and I don't know that there's any one person to blame when you snap because it's your own neurological kind of flip. But I, you know, I, I've been there. I've been in a place that I could, I could definitely snap. And um, I've been in a place that I've thought about harming myself and people around me. So I understand. And if people don't understand it, then they don't understand it. But what we do have to realize is that when we have so many people to die at the hands of someone else, we have to acknowledge that their souls continue and that they do have, they still, they will roam, they will roam the earth because they still have a, um, they still have a duty. They still have something that they must do. And that's a whole nother conversation, but we have to acknowledge that. So that was really devastating. I, um, heard on the news that, um, I heard on the news that two countries had uh, two countries had issued travel warnings for the United States, and you think about El Paso, Texas, who travels to El Paso, and you think about Dayton, Ohio, who travels to Dayton, and you think about the size of the United States, and you think about countries that are warning their citizens about traveling to the United States, which is one historically one of the safest countries in the world and now there are travel warnings against us and that's really very disarming for me because I'd love to travel I love to walk in and out of other countries and I love to be free in those countries and part of my um understanding because I can is because I'm American and I feel like there's a lot of respect hey sis there's a lot of respect for 
Americans when you travel outside of the world. And now here we have a travel ban saying that this may not be the best place for you to come. So that's really sad for me. It took me a minute because I'm such a, I'm such an American. <laughs> I'm like, oh, like that's me. I'm such an American. And, and now that, you know, it's almost now because of this, we have, um, lot you know these negative ideas about who we are and we're losing even within the country we're losing a sense of patriotism we're losing a sense of the fact that we are a um a melting pot of cultures and the respect that we have we should have for each other and i know that there are issues there but i mean as a whole we still have to maintain our time isn't up because there's a travel ban or there's a shooting we still have to move forward and um, our mission and on our journey. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening to me tonight. Don't forget my new book was published today, The Weekend of Traveling Roses. If you have any questions for me, please leave the questions. Inbox me. I'll respond. I have no problem with that. You can um, definitely uh, purchase my books from my website or amazon.com and they're fun they're sexy books i'm telling you my sister's out here carolyn she read them several people are on the on the feed that have read the books and they're a lot of fun so don't forget and mina my producer for my movie is on here too don't forget that you can download any of the videos from um itunes google play spotify definitely my website um and remember, I'm growing. I'm growing every week. I'm getting better. I'm doing things to become better. One thing definitely that has changed last week, I didn't have this awesome light. And then I got this great light and I feel like I am, the sun is inside of me. <laughs> I feel so good under this light. So I hope it looks good to you guys because for me, it looks amazing. And I was Every week I'm trying something different, whether it's sound, it's the camera, it's the light, it's whatever. But that's the growth. So there's no one can look at me and think that I'm done because I'm not. And that's all a part of the journey. And it's all a part of the lessons. So thank you guys for listening. It's Joycelyn Wells with Joy Exposed. And remember, when joy is exposed, everything just feels better. So I'll see you guys next Wednesday. We got to get this on handle before football season. And tell everybody to get on Facebook Live and watch. And we're going to do some giveaways. I'll do a couple of polls, I think, during the week. Or put out a couple of hints that you can go on my website and find some information. And you can possibly win my book or one of my other author's books. Um, some gifts from, S uh, from Stephanie's uh, Specialties. She's on Facebook as well. So you'll have an opportunity to win some prizes. So thank you guys for rocking with me. And I appreciate you guys so much. Hi, Dwayne. Hi, David. Hi, Robert. Are y'all all together? What's this? Class of 87 show up at the end. We're almost done. So those are my classmates from Marietta High School, class of 87. Hi, guys. Mwah. John Johnson. So I appreciate you guys so much for rocking with me. And um, definitely download past episodes from any of the platforms that go to my website, JoycelynWells.com. So remember, when joy is exposed, everything just feels better. Have a great night, and I'll see you guys next Wednesday. Mwah. Bye.